Hi, my name is John Kim. I'm a therapist who went through his own rebirth many years ago, and I've been documenting my journey ever since, sharing my life lessons and revelations. I believe in casual over clinical, with you instead of at you. I come unrehearsed on purpose because self-help doesn't have to be so complicated. What I love about living in Altadena, Altadena, if you don't know, is in California. It's a it's a little patch. I don't I don't even know how big it's. It's small. Uh, it's right above Pasadena, right in the hills, and uh, not a lot of people know about Altadena, but um, it used to be very like uh, ranchy, and you know, there's Altadena dairy products, and milk. And I think back in the day, um, it used to be all like farmland up here. And you still see people on horses and stuff, but there's a lot of wildlife. There's a lot of weather, and uh, it's a little bit of a love and love hate because, uh, as you may know, I work in my garage studio with the garage wide open, which I love. You know, I enjoy. Um, but my podcast sounds uh, sometimes like I'm doing them out of a pet store because there are um, parrots and birds. Uh, yesterday. I got a text from my neighbor saying, hey, just uh, heads up, there's a bobcat in your garage. <laughs> I'm like, what the fuck? And so if uh, if you're listening to me and I scream like a little boy, see what I did there, the gender norms, um, there may be a bobcat or a bear or something that uh, makes me or, – or it might be like a little a rat – because rats scare the, uh, they don't scare me, but um, I'm definitely on top of a table uh, waving a skillet if I see a rat. Probably more so than a bobcat. Bobcats don't really scare me. Mountain lions, mountain lions scare me. Now that's, that's, so if I see a mountain lion, um, yeah, you're going to hear the whole, you're going to hear the, uh, <laughs> you're not going to hear uh, screaming. You're going to hear basically silence and then um, the whole thing just kind of shut down, tip over. Because I will use this table as a shield if I see a mountain lion. Anyway, there, there was one mountain lion on my neighbor's roof, which is uh, terrifying. Terrifying because now we're talking about animals on your fucking roof. So if you come out of your house, you have to look up. Can you imagine coming out of your house, looking up and seeing a mountain lion? <laughs> can, you, can you imagine that? Anyway, uh, we do have paw prints on our barbecue. Uh, which is uh, my my partner says 100% is a mountain lion. I don't know, might have been a bobcat, but the barbecue is also bent. So whatever it was, it was heavy. Okay, in today's episode, I want to read you something, something I wrote a year ago called A Letter from My Future Self. And this is uh, an intervention I used to do uh, back in the day when I was working in rehabs. And it's kind of a cool, I recommend you do this. I did it. I, I you did this for me, but I recommend you do this for your, for yourself. And it's basically write a letter from you in the future. So you have to imagine who you would be in the future, and then that person is writing a letter uh, to you, to you t- these days. And so this is how mine goes. Dear Chargi, that's my Korean name. <laughs> Teachers can say Chargi, which is why I was Chucky until about nine. Everything you're currently worried about is wasted energy and residue from an unnurtured nervous system and trying to force life to happen on your terms. 
how many people can relate to that? As you can, I'm going to give commentary, by the way. So um, you'll know what I'm reading and what I'm um, saying to you directly. As you continue to work on your relationship with yourself, sit with yourself, breathe, and look inward as well as up. Asking yourself how you can be of service. Service. Uh, that's live. That's how you live a, a through me life, and you will naturally remove the eyes or more eyes out of your senses. So basically, I'm telling myself to stop making it about me. Things may not unfold exactly how you imagined, but they will unfold the way they are meant. You need to start trusting that. So this is one thing that I've always struggled with, and I'm sure um, maybe maybe you do too. I know many people do, is the unfolding of life not on your terms, right? Uh, things aren't happening the way that I want them to. They're not happening in the time that I want them to. And I've learned that uh, you you can do everything you can to make things happen, whatever whatever you want to happen. Uh, but at the same time, you have to let go. You you have to not hold so tightly that uh, it brings so much anxiety that it's not happening. And then I think holding it so tightly makes it not happen more. Does that make sense? It's like uh, it, it's like <laughs> it's like trying to get it up. And it's like the pressure you put on yourself. Well, this actually happened to me. Okay, so it's like if, if you can't get it up one time with someone and the next time, uh, you know, for whatever reason, and the next time the pressure you put on yourself to get it up is going to make you not get it up. And the more pressure you put on yourself to get it up because now you're not making it about the connection, but you're making it about you and the scoreboard um, the more anxiety, nervousness, tension, and um, chances of it going up is uh, – by going up, you know what I'm talking about, right? Interaction. Uh, the chances of it happening is slim to none. So I think that life is like that in that the more that you grab the blueprint that you want and start to trace it and want things to happen on your terms, the more pressure – the more the magnet flips, the more the um, the thing that you want goes further away. Okay. You will realize you need less and appreciate everything you have and how far you've come. You will change that nasty default you go to, which is panic and unworthiness. So stop forcing life to happen the way you want it to. Let things go slash grow. Also. Stop cutting your hair and keep that merm, man perm. It works for you. I wrote this a year ago. I was just experimenting with um, merms. And uh, today my hair is long and I still rocking that merm. So I like that I'm reading this and I, I did something uh, 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 that I uh, told myself I would. Anyway, here are a few important reminders to help you along the way. One, quit chasing. If you know my story, you know this is something I've done uh, for half of my life, my 20s, 30s, most of my 30s. Chasing shiny things. I'm going to make that a, a, uh, a t-shirt and just uh, stamp that on my chest. Chasing shiny things. There's a difference between pursuing your goals and being in a constant state of chase. 
You've been doing this for most of your, of your life and it causes nothing but anxiety and feeling less than. You know this. Stop fighting or forcing the current. Instead, let it take you. How does that relate to your life right now? Stop forcing the current. Are you? And if so, in what way? And what would it look like for you to let it take you? Let go of the rock and let the river of life take you. And, you know, that doesn't mean to do nothing. That doesn't mean to not work hard. That's not what I'm talking about. Things will happen when they're supposed to happen. Do the best you can each day and be okay with it. Knowing as long as you are making decisions that are honest to you, your path will unfold. I've always... um, I've always loved this term, and it's been a mantra for me uh, for the last 12 years, do things that feel honest to you. And I think that uh, when you do that, um, you strip shoulds, right? And you keep reminding yourself, I mean, because in order to do things that are honest to you, you got to check in with yourself to see if it's honest. So um, it gives you that. And then if you are doing things that are honest to you, even if they don't work out, when you look back, you're not going to regret it because that was honest to you at the time that you made that decision. You know, so I always feel like as long as you're making decisions that feel honest to you, and and you you got to be honest with yourself <laughs> that it is honest to you and lines up with your story, purpose, whatever. Um, then you should be okay with that decision. Okay, don't be concerned with what others think, care, or concern care and concern. I don't know. I don't know what that means. Oh, care and concern. Big difference. You're going to care. You're human. Not everyone will like you. Some will even say it. That's mean. It will hurt. You will heal. But if you hold on to it, you will be making other people's opinions of you a concern. And by doing this, you will be allowing other people to write your story instead of you. Don't be consumed with what other people think. Remember, It's only their version of your story. Continue to dream big, awake, and often. I always say dream awake because I feel like um, when we're dreaming and we're sleeping, you know, we're we're sleeping. So we're not aware. I mean, the the, the dreaming that's happening at night isn't intentional, right? It's um, unconscious or maybe stuff from your subconscious kind of of, uh, surfacing. I mean, I guess there are some people that could go to sleep knowing what they want to dream and they can actually execute it. I can't. I mean, I can't remember my dreams. Um, But dream, I say, so I say dream when you're awake because when you're awake, uh, you're very aware of what you're dreaming, daydreaming about, and there's intention behind that, right? You're visualizing. The way you did most of a sixth period, it's okay to do that now. The more, the better. What you dream is where you will go. That is your compass. Don't be afraid to dream, no matter how big or how ridiculous you may think they are. You are painting your life. Don't do it by numbers. Splash color outside the lines. Okay. If you're rich, remember that man makes the money. Money doesn't make the man. If you're poor, remember that man makes the money. Money doesn't make the man. Well, I'm not rich or poor. But this is still good to remember. Man doesn't make man makes the money. Money doesn't make the man. Uh, know that you are a special blend. 
like a lot of these expensive t-shirts today, they say on the tag that they're a special blend. Uh, everything that's happened to you is what makes you you, and no one can take that away from you. That it's a gift, not a curse. Know the value of it. Your story is what makes you rare, not defective. So quit trying to rip out chapters. Just focus on writing new ones. You know, I've always said that your story is the most valuable thing you will ever own. Um, I still believe it. I will always believe it. I will believe it until I die. And it's something that I will always tell other people uh, because most of us are trying to rip out chapters. We don't like parts of our story, you know? And so um, for me, the tipping point has been not only embracing the past and what's happened, but also sharing it, you know, sharing your story. Because then you take what happened and what you went through and, uh, and you help others with it, right? And so then that makes that part of your story valuable. It makes it, it turns it into gold. And I think that's one of the powers of, of stories, which by the way, we've been sharing since, you know, we were drawing stick figures in caves. So it's not a new thing, the power of our story. Breath. You've always had trouble with this. I'm a chest breather. Keep reminding yourself to take longer and deeper breaths. Wow. Just as I said that there was a nice breeze. I'm a huge fan of breezes that um, just came in through my garage and tap danced on my face. And it just felt very, uh, the timing of that, <laughs> right when I said, right when I said you need to take longer and deeper breath, uh, this breeze just uh, hit me in the face. Let me do it right now. Maybe you can do it with me. Inhale. Deep inhale and exhale. Be kind. Life is too short to be an asshole, especially to the people close to you. Uh, you have resting bitch face, true story. So you have to be extra kind. Be aware of how you talk to people, especially people you love. If you don't like someone, always look inward first. It says eliminate hate, but I'm going to change this. Uh, I'm going to change this to own your resentments. My partner, Vanessa Bennett, says resentment is yours to own. And sometimes I agree with it, sometimes I don't. But I really love that intention and mindset that um, whatever you're holding on to, any anger, resentment towards someone else, that is not the other person's responsibility. That is your responsibility to dissolve and own. Um, or you carry it. You know, you carry it. They become stones in your own shoe. Quit, quit, del quit dwelling on your age and how old you're going to be when Logan is in high school. Um, would you rather be a young dad with no tools or an older dad that's present and has some capacity? Mr. Miyagi is just as fierce as Bruce Lee. I don't know if that's true, but I get what you're saying to me, John, and uh, I appreciate it. Keep leaning forward, your future self, John Kim. Well, I hope you got something out of that letter. Uh, you know what's interesting is the exercise of reading something written by you in the past who pretended like you were in the future writing to 
you now. Does that make sense? It's interesting to read what you would think you want to tell yourself now with you in the future. I know it's very confusing. Uh, lots of time jumping. But um, this was only a year ago that I wrote this, and I, uh, I still agree with it, and I, and I still um, in, enjoy it in that um, a lot of these reminders I need to be reminded of. So as an exercise, if you want, try it. Read, um, not read, write a letter to you now from your future self, and you could decide whether that's you know um, your future self five years from now, three years from now, 10 years from now, on your deathbed, I don't know. But uh, it's it's a really fun exercise. I'm also going to encourage you to email it to me. I would love to uh, check it out. Uh, the Angry Therapist at Gmail. Email me your letter to your future self. The other thing I did was um, I printed it and I mailed it to myself so I could actually open it. Uh, just because you know emails fall into the cracks and. Um, there's something about getting a letter in the mail from you, which it's very back to the future, but it's, 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 uh, it's cool. It's, it's, it's cute, but it's, it's fun. You know, um, instead of just dog earing it in your journal, um, put it in an envelope and mail it to yourself and don't open it until you're, re until you're ready. All right. Thank you for listening. A uh, little housekeeping. The Angry Therapist Podcast Premium is out, and I do something called series, going deeper on topics, giving homework, and trying to help you move the needle needle forward. Um, also, do my live call-in show where you could call me and ask me correct uh, corrections, ask me questions directly. So, all of that for less than one cappuccino a month. Um, check it out. Tell a friend. And uh, I will see you inside my, uh, my Riverside, which is the platform I use to podcast, where um, you could jump in and um, we could talk about what you're going through. Thank you for listening. Be well.